Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me slash discord. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Got stabbed in my back more than once or twice. It felt like some would love to see me give up on, give up on my own dreams. <laughs> okay, Father Silas, as he is now apparently known, casts the hook out. And sure enough, it does catch into something. When you pull it back in, it's at least part of the pumpkin, you think. But it does look... It looks rotten. Good job, Dad. This can't be the right one, and this was a fresh pumpkin. You caught another pumpkin? Why are they throwing pumpkins in the... Oh, they must be fishing the same way you were trying to, Dad. No one fishes the same way as a Duncan fishes. <laughs> it was very innovative. I'm surprised that they've been doing this. This is right. I'm going to go over and check out this water. Okay. With your tongue? <laughs> yeah, how are you checking it out? I'm going to look at it. <laughs> it looks like fairly scummy water with a, a thin layer of mist over the top. Just clear some of that scum off with your hand. See what Yeah, I'm going to get like a bucket and I'm going to pull some of the water out and then look at it, see if there's any like, you know, creatures swimming around in it, you know, larvae or... <laughs> the sardine bucket? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you, you put the bucket in and, and slurp some of this water out. There is a bit of a, a rank smell as you do so, as if it's stagnant water. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the, the water you've got in the bucket... Oh, I'll tell you what, give me a spot hidden roll. Can I give you a natural world roll? No. <laughs> They're both exactly the same, so... <laughs> I get a 68 versus 50. That is a fail. Okay. I mean, it perhaps does seem a bit weird that you seem to have pulled in some of the mist with this as well that's still sitting on top of the bucket. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. This is something very strange. I... I I can't imagine there'll be many fish living here. I mean, I don't think that's the reason to stop throwing dynamite into the pond, but... <laughs> that was our only stick, wasn't it? Or I've got a whole crate over there. I said dynamite plural. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Who brings just one stick of dynamite for a fishing trick? I mean, how else am I meant to relax? That's a good point. You know, Dad, I don't... We, we, spent, we spent a lot of time in this area when I was growing up. I don't remember mist like this at this time of day. Does this seem right to you? I'm sort of slopping it around in the bucket. Dad? <laughs> this doesn't seem right at all. Dad! What? <laughs> Speaking of the time of day, it is coming up to dusk. Okay. Of course it is. Can we find the kids now? I feel like it's getting dark. I'm worried about them. I trust these people less than I trust you, Dad, if that says anything. Well, that sounds like you've got some good judgment, and I did a good job. <laughs> 
Maybe we should light the whole crate and throw it in the pot. <laughs> I was going to say I'd light a stick and throw it over my shoulder as we wander back. <laughs> Let's John Woo this. Get some doves. Yeah. <laughs> you throw your second stick of dynamite in there and again you don't really hear a splash as you wander off. This is incredibly disappointing. What I suggest we do is we find the kids and then we head out into that pumpkin field tonight and go blow some shit up. Dad, Dad, no. I gotta relax somehow. I have some peanut butter crackers for that. Now listen. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dad, let's go find the kids and uh, I don't know about blowing up the pumpkins, but maybe we just go to bed early and get the hell out of here in the morning, find a nice spot for fishing. I'd really like to use this boat skill that I have put all my points into. <laughs> yeah, I'm allowed to put 60 points into boat as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> or you can find like 130 at boating. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get a boat each. Uh, well, let's cut back to the kids who were there down at the cellar having just eaten some of this, this very yellowish candy corn, this electric candy corn. <gasps> and yeah, as as. You know, your, your tongue stops fizzing. You're aware that the shadows in the cellar, as you're flashing your light around, do look a bit different. Right? It's difficult to say exactly how. Maybe they look a bit starker and longer. Can I ask, out, like, out of character, if this is due to the candy corn or if this is just the natural state of being? Who knows? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Dusty, do you see that? Shadows everywhere. Drums. Drums in the deep. <laughs> we cannot get out. Dusty? They are coming. God damn it. <laughs> I had to do a movie monologue. I did The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it just reminded me of that, the weird shadows. Do you think we should get out of here? Yeah, probably a good idea to get the hell out of here, but let's take this sack with us because this candy corn's kind of tasty. <laughs> I bet Granddad would like it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Keep them occupied. Mm. Okay, yeah, you grab the sack of candy corn and you look back and the stairs do seem to be a bit further away than they were before. You didn't think the cellar was quite this large before. Did we go deep into this area? I thought we just, like, stepped off the stairs and this shit was right here, like... Yeah, the stairs were just there, weren't they? Right? Yeah, it just feels like it's like way more paces than it was to get to the box. Is this what being high is like, Francis? <laughs> no, being high is fun. <laughs> this is creepy as fuck. And there does seem to be a, a thin layer of mist over the ground, covering the earth floor now. Do, do you see fog? Maybe they have a fog machine. Well, these don't seem like the kind of people that throw good parties. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think there's a DJ here. I mean, if they're a cult, they might want some atmosphere. Okay, that's fair. Let's get the hell out of here. Can we pick up the pace and, like, kind of jog towards the stairs? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, you go over and... Yeah, your perceptions do seem to be all wrong. It takes you, you think, a minute or two to walk over to the stairs, but they were only a few feet away. I don't know, all this walking's making me hungry, and Francis grabs another handful of candy corn. (laughs) 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 Eats it. (laughs) 
I think I do want sand rolls off both of you for just this. A slight shift in perception. That's fair. Yeah. I rolled a 93 over 60, so that would be a no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I rolled a 32 against 40. So Francis is okay, but Dusty... Oh, maybe the candy corn was moldy or something like that. Maybe you know, this is some kind of psychoactive effect from it. Oh, I don't like this. This is why I never let you take me to parties. Yeah, well, this ain't a party. This is a damn cult. And let's get the fuck out of this basement. And Francis grabs Dusty's arm and moves fast and hastens the pace. And yeah, you do climb up the stairs for a few minutes and eventually reach the door up above. A few minutes? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> granddad pace. Jesus. <laughs> And and as you open up the door, the the light in the hallway is just dazzling. You know, your eyes almost hurt from the intensity of it after the darkness down there. And it's it's like everything is illuminated with some kind of internal light. You can see that there are a couple of the totally not occult members wandering around, and their white robes now look a bit yellow, as if there's some kind of yellow light that's just coming out of them, bleeding through the clothing. Um, Weren't they in white when we got here, Dusty? Were they in white? Do you see that? Yeah. Maybe they have multiple robes for dinner? They change robes for dinner? Dusty, this everything is not a costume change, alright? <laughs> like, everything is not about running a show. But it could be. <laughs> it might be. You know what? Fuck me. I have no idea. <laughs> this is this is scary as hell, though. Uh-huh. Where's Dad? And as you're having this conversation, you can hear the clanging of some great bell that sounds like it's coming from off in the deep somewhere, just echoing through the house. It's like ACDC's first album after their singer died. It's like the beginning of Back in Black. <laughs> you hear this? What are you talking about, Francis? <laughs> My God, do you not know Hell's Bells? Come on. Not everything is a music reference. Oh my God. We're gonna get ya! Get ya! <laughs> Come on, you know that one. <laughs> Lincoln and Silas, on the other hand, outside, or you can just hear the sound of a handbell clanging from, you reckon, around the kitchen. We were heading back inside anyway to look for the kids, so, uh, Dad, grab your dynamite. Don't leave that laying out here. Might be kids running around. Yeah, well, I was going to care about it, so I've got the case of dynamite under one arm, and I've got the fishing stuff in the other arm, and I've got, like, on a finger, the bucket full of the smoky water. Just give me a sec. Oh, I'm 80 next year, for God's sake. You got me carrying all this crap. What are you carrying, boy? I'm nothing. No, I'm just keeping my hands free so I can direct people where to go. Come on. And he waves, waves them on. Are you going in through the back porch? Yeah, I think the closest entrance. Yeah. Okay, so you go in there, and you can see in sort of the, the big open hallway, standing there, you can see Dusty and Francis both looking around, watching people with big white eyes. Their pupils look blown open, and they've both got dazed looks on their faces. God damn it, Dad, I told you they were getting high in the attic. Look at them. God, did we do acid? God. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look at these kids. I'm going to walk up and kind of try to shake them both at the same time. Like, snap out of it. You got into the devil's juice. I know it. No, that's not right. You want to snap them out of it. I, hang on. I got this water here. I'm going to throw the cold water over. <laughs> is, that, is that lake water? It is. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh shit. Oh, well, g- give me give me a throw roll for Silas. <laughs> uh, that's a fail. That's a 68. Oh my god. Okay, it's not a fumble, but you 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 throw the water and there is this stench as it just splashes all over this neatly polished wood floor and the the fine linen carpet they've got out there and soaks into there. I mean almost immediately the carpet looks discolored and filthy. Dad. The couple of totally not occult members who were coming in from outside and heading towards the kitchen just stop and look at you in open-mouthed amazement. <laughs> I apologize. The water's sour. Granddad, you were going to throw that on us. He tripped and spilled it, Dusty. I, I hold up the bag. <laughs> hey, y'all want some candy corn? Have some candy corn. Oh, you have candy corn. I love, you know, that's my favorite Halloween snack. I'm going to grab a handful. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Dig right in. Fantastic. Oh, he almost swallows them whole. He's so hungry. (laughs) Damn it. Hang on. uh, Francis, you hold this. I'm going to hand Francis the dynamite. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Tastes like batteries. (laughs) The family that trips together sticks together. Let's do this. <laughs> is Silas joining the family trip or is he? No, Silas isn't a diet. I, I told you I don't eat sweets. <laughs> I'm watching my weight. What do you eat? <laughs> going to pull the steak out. <laughs> there is still the unholy clanging at this bell from somewhere off in the depths. I thought you said it was a, someone ringing a bell in the kitchen. That's what it sounds like for, well, for you, <laughs> for the rest of them now. <laughs> I'll, I'll go check, see what that bell is. You guys stay there. Francis, careful with that dynamite. It's it's old. I had it in my garage for like 10 years. Francis holds the dynamite, looks at the dynamite, looks at Dusty, gestures to the basement. <laughs> Dusty nods emphatically. <laughs> kids, 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 kids. Did this, did this candy corn taste off to you or make you feel funny inside <laughs> yeah dad I, I described it to dusty earlier as a uh, nine volt pop rocks does that do, you know when you lick a battery but you also have pop rocks in your mouth i do this sometimes to inspire myself <laughs> it, it's very much like that well that explains a lot yeah we we did that together in the cub scouts francis yes that is that is what it reminds me of <laughs> and god why did you give this to me there's something wrong with it it's sweet. I thought you liked candy corn. But Lincoln can now see this yellow light that is beginning to bleed out of the people who are coming in from the fields. Okay. Does the water look any different? Like, and when he when he threw the water on the ground, does the mold or the water, does that look, can we see anything different, like, with this different perception that we have? Yeah, where it's pulled. I mean, the, the fog does seem to be a bit thicker, but obviously there's just you know, little pools of it across the ground. But you're certain as you're looking at it that it's much deeper than it should be. What? I'd like to try to stick my arm down into it, <laughs> just in fascination. Your former arm. 
<laughs> the rest of you see your father get down on his hands and knees and put his hand into this, this pool of water. He just reaches down and reaches down into the cold, dark water and reaches down. And, you know, he's, he's got his arm pretty much all the way down to the elbow in this puddle on the floor. Do you want to give me sand rolls for seeing this? I passed. Yeah, I bombed that. <laughs> I failed with, I had 79 over whatever my sand is. 60, so I failed. Okay. So Francis loses two points of sand. Ooh. Lincoln loses an arm. Appropriately enough, Lincoln loses four. Okay. And yeah, let's let's get on to the second part of that. Can I have a luck roll for Lincoln, please? Yay! <laughs> okay. Let me adjust my sand. Uh, here we go. <laughs> 88. I failed my luck roll. Yay! <laughs> ah, I love it. You see your father suddenly, you know, his, his body jerks and his torso is slammed into the ground. There's a bit of a splash. Uh, his, his body is sliding now into this puddle. His head is going down under the water and he's moving further and further as if something is pulling him into the water. I'm going to grab one leg. I'll grab his other leg so Francis and I can try and pull him out. Whichever one of you has got the highest strength, give me a strength roll and you can have a bonus die on it. All right, I'll roll. With the bonus die, <laughs> that failed every way. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Between the two of you, you are left holding your father's shoes. Oh, no. And he's gone. Costume change. Looking at the shoe. <laughs> oh, Lord. Now, Dusty, why did you have to bring up acting when we just lost Dad? Can you not focus for two seconds? <laughs> I'm trying to cope. It's a coping mechanism, Francis. Francis grabs a stick of dynamite and asks Dusty, should we throw this in after Daddy? Maybe it'll blow him back out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you hadn't taken the weed yet. I hadn't, but I don't know. I'm seeing shiny shit, and Dad just fell in a puddle in the floor. Maybe you have a better idea. Not blowing up the puddle with Dad in it. That's a start. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. Maybe we throw Granddad in. Maybe we get Granddad to go in after him. I don't think Granddad can fit in the puddle. <laughs> I think he might plug the puddle up. <laughs> well, we didn't think Dad could fit either, and look where that went. Well, while the two of you are debating the merits of dynamiting <laughs> your father, let's cut to your grandfather and, and see what he's up to. You'd follow the sound of the clanging bell, which is now stopped, but I mean, you know that it was coming from the kitchen. And you can see now that there is the large wooden table there. Well, I mean, there's two large wooden tables there, and they've been set for a couple of dozen places. And it does look like pretty much everyone who was out in the fields or wandering around the house is now sitting down at the table, solemnly, maybe praying, their hands are clasped and their eyes are closed. They look like they're in contemplation. There are Steaming pots of stew on the table, great piles of vegetables, you know, but looks like really quite wholesome food. So I'll sort of drop the box of fishing tackle to the floor as quietly as I can, bow my head and wait for them to finish prayer, but occasionally take a bite from the steak. <laughs> How is there still bits of that steak left? It's an enormous T-bone steak. <laughs> it's all Brenda's blood now. Yeah. So, yeah, after about 30 seconds, pretty much as one, they all open their eyes. 
And Mother Brenda, who's sitting at the head of one of the tables, says, Ah, oh, you have joined us. Sorry, I, I should have been clearer earlier. When we ring the bell, that is when the meal starts. You are perfectly welcome to join us. Uh, where, where are your son and grandchildren? Well, they're just back in that uh, previous room. Uh, I just wanted to see what the bell was. It's making awful racket. Well, I'm sure they can come and join us. I, I'll tell you what. Why don't you, as our guest, lead us in in this contemplation as we serve the food? This is something we we think about at this time of year, which is, when it all ends, what will you miss the most? Oh, thank God you were going to say that. I thought you were going to ask me to say a prayer. I was just <laughs> racking my brains there. All I could think of was, it's a sea shanty. <laughs> <laughs> What would I miss the most? Well, I do like a good fish, you know, <laughs> sitting out on a peaceful lake, the sound of the birds and the cool, calm waters washing up against the shore, and then the huge explosion of dynamite breaking that silence, the smell, <laughs> sulfur and the nitroglycerin. I mean, you just can't beat it. <laughs> the couple of dozen of them are all just staring at you now. <laughs> I mean, you're probably the same. <laughs> I come to think of it, actually, we tried the uh, lake out back. We tried doing some dynamite fishing, but it, it seems to be sour. Your <laughs> lake is sour out back. Oh, I, I must admit, we've never tried fishing in there. It's, it's not really that kind of pond. Well, what kind of pond is it? I mean, why would you have a pond if you're not going to fish in it? Hmm. Or at least, you know, throw the occasional stick of dynamite in there. <laughs> you know, to relax on a weekend. For contemplation. Well, that's what I mean. I agree. Yes, it's where we perform meditations and think about what is to come. Okay, well, I, I apologize. I'm being rude. What, what would you take, you know, if you could only keep one thing or whatever it was you asked me? <laughs> oh, you, you misunderstand. The, when it happens, there'll be nothing to save. It's what those of us who who still had the faculties to, to think of such things, might miss about the world that was. Right. I, this may sound hokey, but I think I'd just miss my family, she says, waving her arms around. Obviously not all of us will make it when the day comes. So like Jehovah's Witnesses, you only get like five of you up there and... No, it's not quite <laughs> like that. I... We do not seek the end. We don't want the end. But our little group here, our family here, we see ourselves as... I don't know how you'd put it in layman's terms, but we are perhaps trying to prevent the end. All right, and uh, and you do this with your, your pumpkins and your uh, your lake and your white robes and... No, no, we do it on nights like this, by by lighting the light. Like the uh, trucker was saying on the radio. <laughs> yes, yes, that was the signal. We weren't sure. It it doesn't happen every Halloween, but but it does seem like today that we need to to light the lighthouse and perhaps prepare for sacrifice. Silas's eyes light up. Oh, well, I used to work in a lighthouse when... Uh, you did? It, it is 
definitely not a mistake that that you were brought here then. Oh, this is wonderful, wonderful. Then come join us for the meal, take the sacrament with us, and then when the darkness comes, you can help us light the flame. Oh, I don't mind if I do. Uh, uh, Lincoln, Francis, Dusty, it's dinner time. And then I'll, I'll, is there the bell? Is it nearby? Can I like grab it and give it a ring? <laughs> <laughs> you, you can, yeah. Yeah, it's sitting on the table beside Mother Brenda. Not actually look through the door, just wave my hand through the door, ringing the bell. <laughs> so do we hear that? Yeah, yeah, you hear your your grandfather's voice calling from a great distance, and there was the that terrible clang, clang, clang of the bell. Grandpappy, can you make the dinging stop and maybe come here for a second? We've got something to show you. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> I really apologize. They're being incredibly rude. It's <laughs> dinner time, friends. I've spoken to you before. We'll talk about it after dinner if you finish your plate. Hey, I'm old enough to know what I want to eat and what I don't, but secondly, uh, we need to locate Dad. Speaking of Dad, I just got the feeling that Dad's being a hypocrite about how to raise these kids. <laughs> Lincoln is there in the dark, or at least it's mostly dark. You can see that there is some light coming from the mist that's surrounding you. There's a cold that is seeping down to your bones. You can see that there is a, a figure coming towards you. It, it looks like it's shrouded somehow, and it's it's holding something out at arm's length as it's walking towards you. Betty, and I'll I'll reach out. Yeah, as you do so, you hear a child's voice say, "Trick or treat." Uh, I have some candy corn in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you have some candy I haven't eaten for so long. You can see now, as it's closer, this does look like... I mean, you can't tell the, the sex of the child, but, you know, a child may be about eight years old who's wearing the classic Halloween costume of a... Optimus Prime. <laughs> a white sheet with eye holes, holding out a, a little pumpkin on a handle. Do I have any of my stuff? Do I have peanut butter crackers or, you know, how when you go to a house and they're out of candy and they just give you whatever they have in the pantry? <laughs> well, give me a luck roll to see what you do. Okay. I rolled exactly 51, which is my luck number. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, you, 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 you reach through your pockets. What kind of candy do you have in there? Uh, I think I have some of that candy corn. I didn't finish the whole handful. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, the the child is holding out this hollow pumpkin on a handle towards you. It doesn't look like a plastic one. It looks like a natural pumpkin that's been hollowed out. It's not the dynamite pumpkin, is it? <laughs> no, there doesn't seem to be any dynamite in it. Okay, well, I'm going to put some dynamite candy in it by <laughs> sprinkling that candy corn. Okay, the, the child, the head looks down at it and... They bring the pumpkin under their sheet, and from inside you can hear a sort of... <laughs> okay, I'm going to back away. Oh, thank you, mister. Do you, do you know how to get out of here? I was so hungry. I've been here for so long. I was so hungry. I'd... Is it still Halloween? It is Halloween. Do you know how to get out of here? I might have some peanut butter crackers, too, if you're still hungry. Uh, yes. Oh, I'm so hungry. Yeah. Do I need to roll luck again to see if I have more? No, no, no. 
Okay, yeah, I'll just throw the bag of peanut... They're like uh, single servings of peanut butter crackers. <laughs> okay, the child's putting their hand out. Uh, you can see that, yeah, each time they do so, the, the sheet is covering their hand. You can't actually mm. see the hand itself. Oh, God. You just know how to tempt me, Scott. Mm-hmm. I think what I'm going to do is kind of try to put the peanut butter crackers in the hand by pulling the sheet back a little bit, if I can. Okay. Yeah, you do that and you pull the sheet back. And you can just see underneath these bones with thin yellowed skin just stretched over them. Tight like parchment. Long nails. Okay. (laughs) Do you want to give me a sand roll? Yes. I got one at 99. (laughs) Amazing. What is your sand? Uh, I think it's above 50, though. Yeah, I'm at 56. I, I think under the circumstances, though, given where you are and what's going on, let's go for a d6. Ooh, six points. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> do you want to give me an intelligence roll? I really do. I rolled a 13, so pass that easily. Okay. Yeah, I think under the circumstances, you are just fleeing, fleeing from this, this thing, because you know, the child is still behind you, even with the crackers you've thrown in. Just say, Mister, I'm so hungry. Have you got anything else to eat? You are just running off into the darkness through the mist. I was going to do that anyway, so I love that. And, yeah, you don't have any idea where you're going to end up. But let's cut back to your family. I'm feeling good about this. So Dusty and Francis were telling their granddad what happened to dad. He's gone in a puddle. You sort of look up and you realize the door is now closed. <laughs> that dad is now sitting himself at the table. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think granddad's coming, Francis. Gr- granddad? Um, we've lost your son. He lost himself. I'm trying to put this in terms that will make it imperative to you to come see us. <laughs> he pulls out a copy of Rush's 2000 live album which and 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 throws it at the kitchen door to make a claim. <laughs> uh, that's probably the best sound anyone's got out of that CD. <laughs> hey, watch it. Lincoln's from Canada. <laughs> I quite like Rush, actually. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> uh, I think Silas is sat next to, he's like between Brother Silas and Brother Dan, and I'm going to push Brother Dan out of his seat on the bench and say, you just go check on those youngsters in there. I think they want you or something. I heard a bang. He looks over to Mother Brenda for confirmation, and she just nods. And so, and so he gets up. I will spread out and steal another one of his seats. <laughs> and and yeah, I mean they they start piling your your plate up with food. And Mother Brenda gives you a big smile and says, "Do eat up. Share our bounty with us and well, I I think I think we will all need to be fortified for what must be done tonight." Right. I mean, when you want to climb a lighthouse, you need to have a full stomach. You don't want to be climbing up on a, you know, empty bones and things oh absolutely it can be a long way up up to the the, the lantern room a long way up hmm so where is the lighthouse actually? I didn't see any sign of it when I was uh, walking around here when we drove up I mean 
Are we driving back to the coast? It will be here soon. Listen, lady, I, I, maybe we're talking about separate things. A, a lighthouse and a lighthouse, they don't tend to move around. Not most of them, she says, and takes a big fork full of vegetables. Now, meanwhile, outside, Brother Dan has gone, come out to join the two of you. You see him standing there looking in alarm at the pooled water on the ground and the mist that's gathering. And he just hisses, What have you done? Have you have, have you brought water from the lake in here? No, not, not, not tonight, no. <laughs> no, that was our granddad. That was granddad's fault. Not tonight, not tonight of all nights. It's dangerous enough at the best of times, but tonight tonight. Oh, if you were to fall through the, uh, one of those puddles, we, we have to get those cleaned up at once before before anyone is pulled inside. <laughs> That's funny you should mention that. <laughs> Our pappy is down in that hole. <laughs> yeah, he fell in and we tried to get him out, but he just kind of disappeared. Francis is, is holding the shoe. <laughs> oh dear. How, how do we get him out? You want some candy corn while you think about it? <laughs> he looks at what you're offering him and says, "What? And, and you have the sacrament as well. What, uh, you you haven't you haven't eaten one of those yet, have you?" Hell yeah, I ate a shitload of it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cult eats candy corn? You've had more than one. I had two handfuls. He's gone quite pale, or at least you think he's pale, but it's difficult to tell with the yellow glow that is suffusing from every pore. Oh, oh, this is terrible. I, I, I must inform Mother Brenda this. Uh, tonight of all nights, you, you may have doomed us all. And he's running back to the kitchen. Francis, I think we might need to throw that dynamite in now. Yeah, I think it might be time to throw that dynamite <laughs> down in the basement. Maybe we start with the puddle. I did not raise you right. <laughs> what's that daddy I can't hear you you're in a hole through a carpet and we are tripping balls on multiple doses of candy corn <laughs> we're tripping on candy corn <laughs> we apparently have dosed ourselves with half a cult's worth of LSD um, alright so Francis fishes the lighter out from under his weed in his pocket Grabs a stick of dynamite, lights it, and looks at the puddle. You sure about this? As he's already lit it, he asks. <laughs> no, just throw it in before it blows us up. All right, Francis <laughs> drops the dynamite. <laughs> I'd like a luck roll from Lincoln, please. <laughs> God damn it. All right, 51's my number. Let's see. <laughs> 79. <laughs> okay. Well, I think on that, it would have been more interesting if you'd either succeeded or fumbled. <laughs> you do hear a soft crump somewhere off in the distance, but it's not close enough for you to actually determine where it came from. Well, you've got a rough idea, but... Yeah, no. I would like to flee in that direction then, because I hear sounds coming from somewhere. If I could redirect myself. Well, you could give me a listen roll to see whether you can identify precisely where it came from. Not navigate, huh? No. <laughs> no, 41. Oh, you know what? I'll spend luck. I need to spend 21 luck, so I have 30 luck left. Yay. 
So you head in the direction that you think you heard the crump come from. And as you get there, there is a plume of the mist that's coming up, as if it's been disturbed. There's swirls and eddies of it moving around. And as you get closer, you can see what looks like maybe scorch marks on, on the ground. But no clear way out. No, not not really. Oh, you give me a spot hidden roll. Okay. I'll take whatever roll I can get at this point. That's a regular success, 36 over 60. You do see that these swirls, these eddies of, of mist, do seem to be going upwards. It's almost like a, a fan is or something, air movement is moving them around overhead. What that means, you're not quite sure. Okay. And from behind you, you hear a voice saying, Have you got anything else to eat, mister? I'm so hungry. Uh, closer to the heart. I'm yelling Rush lyrics into the ceiling, <laughs> trying to get Francis's attention. <laughs> and throwing candy corn up at the ceiling, too, if there's even a ceiling there. All right. Yeah, you're, you're doing that. You're throwing candy corn up. In fact, give me a throw roll. <laughs> Yeah, I could even throw whatever I got at the beginning. Monopoly money's probably not good. Maybe my my gold Sharpie. I'll just kind of throw it. <laughs> throw the child up. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's next, Joe. <laughs> yes, unleash the child into the real world. Do it. <laughs> so I'm 40 and throw. Uh, oh, 14. Okay, that's a hard success. Is it worth making it extreme? No, no, no. I think then, well... Brother Dan has gone running back to the totally not a cult meal, and Dusty and Francis are standing there by the puddles debating what to do after the stick of dynamite didn't seem to work. You were talking about blowing up the basement. Before you get a chance to do so, you see come sailing out of one of the puddles this gold marker pen that just rolls across the ground. He's still down there. Oh, God. Do we have a rope or something we can let down? Maybe there's one in the basement. We could make the, make a rope out of the robes like we used to do with our sheets when we were trying to escape out the bedroom window before Dad could make us watch that stupid fishing show. <laughs> yeah, and we learned how to do all those knots because Dad made us watch that stupid fishing show. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go get him. So you head down into the basement, down this improbably long staircase, down towards where the shadows are long. I'm carrying the dynamite with me. <laughs> the shadows are really long down here, and you can't even see the walls anymore. You can see just what appears to be mist all around, and perhaps off in the distance, just the vague outlines of buildings. This may have been a, a, a grievous error in judgment, Dusty. <laughs> we, we could have fucked up here. <laughs> well, you should be used to that. While you're coming to this realization, I'm going to cut back to your granddad. <laughs> so... You're there at the table as Brother Dan comes back in, babbling about uh, someone being lost in a puddle and how this means everyone is doomed. And as Mother Brenda is telling him to calm down and, and get a grip on himself, take a few deep breaths, you hear this sound of this almighty horn blaring from somewhere overhead. Everyone looks up and places their, their knives and forks down. I'm going to turn to Brother Silas next to me. 
Brother Silas, what, what, what's, what's that sound mean? I think it's time to tend to the lighthouse, he says, and gives you a big smile. Oh, right. Well, Lincoln would want to see the lighthouse. I, I'll go get him. You... <laughs> and I'm going to um, grab my fishing gear and head back into the main room. Okay. So let's cut back to... Actually, we'll leave Lincoln for a moment. We'll deal with Dusty and Francis down in the basement. So, yes, there is mist moving between all the crates now and no sign of the walls around. You can see over off in the distance that rack of robes that you saw before. There is the sound of, of waves lapping from somewhere off in the distance. Okay, we grab him and go. Drop a trail of candy corn back to the stairs in case we can't find him. That's a good plan. Nothing bad happened to Hansel or Gretel. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so we start dropping candy corn as we move as fast as possible to the robes. Okay. You move your way over to the robes. And, yeah, you're beginning to splash through water at this stage. You get to the robes that are hanging on the bar. And the first one you grab, there's just this uncomfortable feeling that there's maybe someone inside it. You can't see them, but just as you touch them, they... uh, there's just the feeling that this robe might be occupied. <laughs> and, and you hear this voice almost whispering in your ear saying, Can we come home now? What in the actual fuck? That sounds like a sand roll to me. Okay. I passed again, 27. I passed with a 12. This does not phase me. <laughs> okay, so not if you lose any sand for that. We're too focused on how fucked up this is. All right, so we need to run back out of here and blow it up, Francis. We can't help Dad now. Uh, well, no, we can't. But how long do you think it would take us to get, like, how long is this fuse? Because I'm looking at those barrels, and there's those flammable barrels, right? (laughs) Yeah. Do you have any points in throw? I mean, the problem you have with judging the fuse is that nothing about time or space seems to work the way you expect down here. You could still save me. I believe in you. (laughs) Shut up, Dad. I can't hear you. (laughs) Maybe you shouldn't have made us watch fishing shows. (laughs) (laughs) We can't fish you out now. You say that. (laughs) Get to the stairs. Do you think we should light it and throw it at the barrels? Yeah, why not? I mean, maybe you want to let me throw it, though, because I got 45 and throw. <laughs> maybe we both throw one just in case. To, <laughs> we got a shitload of dynamite. We could leave the crate of dynamite next to the barrels, each take one, go back and throw it in the general area, and then blow the whole motherfucker up. <laughs> <laughs> Replace the trail of candy corn with dynamite. <laughs> I'm down with that. I don't hate that. Bang, 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 bang. This is a foolproof plan. Let's let's just see what the dice have to say about it, though. So you're placing the, the dynamite by the barrels, and you're each throwing a stick. So can I have a throw roll off each of you? Yep. I'm yelling in the general direction of the robes. Maybe we'll take you home later. <laughs> zero, zero, three. Oh. That's an extreme. Oh, hell yeah. I got a 24. 
And so, and so you throw them and they both land just next to the crate of dynamite. Are you standing around to watch? Are you running away? What no! <laughs> Getting the ever-loving fuck out of there. So you are running up to the top of the stairs. Lincoln is patiently, I think, waiting for rescue down below. I think the marker got out. <laughs> you can feel these bony fingers just clasping your hand now. Touching you, touching me. Have you got anything else to eat, mister? Yeah, my kids are going to get us out of here and they're having a feast upstairs, so I'm going to take you up there with me. But I'm hungry now. I'm, I'm so hungry. Can you hear a voice going, Lincoln, where are you, boy? Lincoln, are you around here? I'm right above you. <laughs> <laughs> Just five minutes, I think I hear my dad. Uh, hello, uh, spirit of the radio. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> oh. He only responds to the guitar solo in YYZ. Can I make a listen roll to see if I hear him? Yeah, sure. That is a that is a sixty-eight. That is a fail. <laughs> so so no. Uh, maybe, maybe you should put fresh batteries in your hearing aid. If you're blundering around listening, your son is shouting down below as the child takes your hand and starts pulling it under the robe, under its sheet. And you can just feel <laughs> something dry clasping around one of your fingers. Can I try to rip my hand back away? You certainly can. Give me a fighting brawl roll. Okay, I'm sure I'm not good at that. <laughs> nope, 58 out of 25. Do I spend <laughs> the rest of my luck? You're going to die either way. Yeah. <laughs> I'll spend... Oh, I don't have enough luck. I need 33, and I only have 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you try to pull your hand away, but the bony fingers are clasped tight around it. Yeah, you're certain now that their teeth, you just can't feel any gums or lips with them, start to bite into your hand. I... He's going to sleep with the fishes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dusty and Francis, as they, they make it to the top of the stairs, can hear this almighty bang and explosion going on down below. There is bright light behind them. You can hear Mother Brenda as, as she's coming out saying to one of the totally not occultists just before the explosion, quick, get the lamp oil. There isn't time. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't lamp oil anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> There is this this gout of flame that comes out of the cellar door. And the the totally not occultists are all just standing around in shock, staring at this. Mother Brenda, a look of absolute horror on her face, says, What what have you done? What have you done? Destroyed the evil in the basement. That was our salvation. That was that was our only hope. The lighthouse is here. We need to we need to light the wick. We need to light the wick. We use the dynamite. Granddad's got some. Dusty, Francis, where where where's your where's your father? Where's Lincoln? I tried to tell you he fell through the carpet. What do you mean? There, there is another way. There's another way, yes. Brothers, sisters, and she points at Silas and says, grab the old man, bring him. We can use him as a wick. Wait, what? You can use him as a what now? <laughs> She's not pausing to answer your question. I mean, I'm not having any of this. 
Okay. Uh, well, has, has there are uh, multiple sets of hands grabbing onto you? Do you want to give me a hard dodge roll to see what you can get out of there? Uh, can I brawl back instead? He knew how big your character was, so he went with dodge. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll let you do that. But it's still going to be a hard roll. That is a fail with a <laughs> 67. <laughs> Okay. You can see your grandfather trying to you know, fight these totally not occultists off. They're not giving in. I mean, he's he's punched a few of them. There's a bit of blood, but they're not giving up. And they're just grabbing hold of him and dragging him outside into the front yard. Use my fishing gear. Rescue your father. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you, granddad? Yeah, granddad. You're you're here. You have more of a likelihood of making it out of here than <laughs> our father who fell through the literal carpet. <laughs> it's all right. I'm going to reach into my pocket and pull the, the last stick of dynamite out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're doing that as they're dragging you outside. And you can see now in the middle of the pumpkin patch rising up towards the sky there is an enormous stone building a, a circular building a tower reaching up towards the sky uh, it, it's, it's up shrouded by mist there's mist blowing in off the pumpkin fields obscuring everything else oh my god it's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> it is, and and it's our only salvation. You have to, you have to come with us. You have, you you have to make the sacrifice. You know who would make a a better sacrifice than me, <laughs> brother Dan. <laughs> <laughs> because fuck brother Dan. <laughs> brother, brother Dan, I've stolen two seats from you tonight. Now's your chance to reclaim mine. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to give me a either a fast talk roll or a persuade roll that's a 76 i do have quite a bit in persuade can i i could spend luck on this you might want to <laughs> yeah okay I'll, I'll i'll spend 26 points of luck to make this a success <laughs> okay Brother Dan, who is a fairly slightly built man, says, No, he, he, he's right, Mother Brenda. Let, let me let me be the wick. And she looks at you and she looks back at Dan, looks at Silas and says, You won't burn for long enough, Brother Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Scott's here to kill me and Joe. <laughs> Make no mistake. And when they when they sort of realise this and turn back to see to see my character, that he's gone back into the house. <laughs> I think to disengage from all of this, I do want to dodge roll now. Okay. <laughs> I gotta make one roll tonight. No, you don't. Fifty-two versus I don't think I've got enough luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So you're trying to disengage and move your way through the crowd and get back to the house, but they're, they're still holding onto you. There are hands grasping your clothes, uh, you know, grasping your hair, grasping your hand. You, you try to make it back to the house, but you can't. It's Brother Dan, or it's no one. And I'm going to hold the dynamite with a lighter above my 
Yay! <laughs> oh, well, we'll come back to you in just a moment, I think. Let, let's go back to Dusty and Francis and their attempts to rescue their father. So <laughs> We're, we're going to get Granddad's fishing stuff like he suggested and try to fish Lincoln <laughs> out, out of the puddle. <laughs> I think... We now have a life or death fishing role that needs to be made by the two characters who don't have any skill in fishing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have fish. If only they paid attention to all the times you showed them the bass program, but no. Isn't there a New England adjustment for fishing? I'd say I'd say the base has got to be about ten percent. Okay. So if we do it together, can one of us roll with a bonus? Oh, why not? You're older and you got more of that experience in the fishing shows, so why don't you fish? Okay. Down in the paddle, Lincoln is getting mauled by this very hungry trick-or-treater that everyone has forgotten about down there, who, you know, now that you've run out of candy corn, now that you've run out of peanut butter crackers, is finding all the sustenance they need in your fingers. I have money! I'm trying to bribe <laughs> it with Monopoly money. <laughs> <laughs> there is just this crunch, crunch, crunch sound from under the sheet and the sheet is beginning to turn red so i got a 24 if i spend 14 points of luck (laughs) oh no i can make it a success is it worth 14 points of luck oh i suppose (laughs) i'll spend the luck (laughs) you get the line down there you can see as your hand is getting eaten by the thing under the sheet this line with what a, a law or something on it <laughs> going down <laughs> with a macro law <laughs> it's got a piece of candy corn on the end of it <laughs> no this guy's got a steak <laughs> don't say I never do anything for you cup that's right this will be Scott's fault whatever <laughs> happens next so I see the line I'm gonna grab onto the line and just pray that it's gonna hold my weight with, with your one hand that's not being eaten Yes, yes. I'm trying to shake the thing off, probably unsuccessfully. Yep. Yeah, I mean, up above, the two of you can feel, yeah, it does feel like you've snagged something. Now, whether or not it's your father. Sounds like a successful fishing roll. Shouldn't lower it to him, but actually, like, hook him. (laughs) I was trying to negotiate with this thing, and it just went into my cheek. (laughs) Into the shoulder. Let's put it down to a luck roll. If you pass your luck roll, it's gone into your clothing. If not, it's gone into your flesh. I knew it. It almost feels like you you made me burn all my luck so that this would happen, Scott. It's just taking advantage of what we do to ourselves. 83 out of 30. (laughs) Okay. This hook has gone down under your chin and just grabbed hold under the, you know, almost like a grappling hook under the bone of your jaw. And your, your head is suddenly jerked up and you're being pulled off the ground by these metal barbs sunk into your flesh as you're being pulled off the ground. And he's also thinking like, Dad always used these unnecessarily large hooks thinking he was going to get sharks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to... One of you give me either a luck or a size roll to pull him up. You can have a bonus die if you're both pulling on the, the line. Wes, you should roll this one. <laughs> I've got 65 size and I've got a whole bunch of luck if I fail. So let's do this. I rolled a 27, which is a hard success. Ooh. 
Okay, so yeah, it, it, you pull and there's jerking and as it gets closer, perhaps muffled screaming as your, your father begins to come up through this misty uh, puddle on the ground. Uh, th- there's a lot of blood, a lot of blood. Uh, yeah, his face is covered in blood. The skin around his throat is ripped. Uh, you, you, you drag him across the ground and there is something attached to his hand. In the process of being pulled up, the sheet has come loose. Oh, God, the sheet has come loose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> push him back in. Push him back in. Kick you, kick <laughs> him. We start kicking down. <laughs> you can see this, this, this trick-or-treater that everyone has forgotten about all this time down there with nothing to subsist on, not, not able to die, just this, this emaciated husk of a child with empty eyes looking, looks up at the two of you and with, with a bloody mouth, your, your father's meat between his teeth. You can see a bit of one of his fingers in there and it just looks up at you and says, trick or treat. I offer him candy corn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's have sand rolls off both of you first. Uh Uh-huh. 62. That's a fail. 67. Fail. So, Rena, you lose six sand. And Francis loses four. So let's have an intelligence roll for Dusty. Oh, damn it. 93. Yeah, neither of you are having bouts of madness. So, yeah, there, there is this undead thing that seems to have decided that your your father is its Halloween treat there on, on the edge of this puddle, just looking around at you. And you said Francis was offering some candy to it? Yeah, he said trick-or-treat. I got candy corn. It, it, it looks at you with its hollow eyes and says... Oh, that's nice, mister, but I'm not hungry for candy now. You got a steak, Dusty? Dusty, do we have a steak? (laughs) (laughs) Granddad's not here. Yeah, he has all the steaks. The child is looking very hungrily at Lincoln. Is there a broom or a mop or something I can use to try and push it back into the puddle? Give me a luck roll. Oh, God, I just spent luck to save Cup's ass. <laughs> Ooh, zero, zero, two. Whoa. There, there is a broom, yeah, sitting sitting over to one side, a big stout uh, broom. So I'm going to grab the broom and try and shove it back into the puddle. Okay, give me, give me a fighting brawl roll. It's going to try to grab hold of the broom. Oh, no. Zero, zero, seven. Fuck yes, dude. <laughs> oh, wow. How much luck you have. Make that an extreme success and kick the shit out of this little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if I make it an extreme, will it do any? Will it make any difference? You're just trying to push it into the hole, so it's a fighting maneuver, so no, it won't. And when it, it, it failed its attempt to grab the broom off you, so yeah, you, you shove it with the broom and it stumbles back, and you can see... His arms cartwheeling as it falls back into the hole, and there's just this echoing cry of "trick or treat." Okay, so. Meanwhile, outside, Silas was holding up a stick of dynamite and a lighter. Stand back, stand back! You get away from here, Silas! I said no. 
Mother Brenda is looking at you and looking around at everyone else, just not sure what to do. No, you don't understand. You, you, you have to. You, you have to do this. I, I think you're the the only one who will burn for long enough to say this. We need to. We need to see this through the night. We need to. We need to drive the mists back before it consumes us all. Yeah, hey, I didn't sign up for this shit. If people are burning, you burn all of you, you suckers. I ain't drinking no Kool-Aid. No. no, 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 this, this won't work. This won't work at all. I, brothers, sisters, disarm him quickly. I will light the dynamite. <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> okay, well, I'll tell you what, give me a dex roll to do this as everyone is grabbing at you. I, that is a 26 versus 60, a hard success. <laughs> okay. Wow. So yeah, you you've managed to light it. You're you're holding the dynamite in in one hand. You've managed to light it. The the totally not occultists are in an absolute frenzy at the moment. They're ignoring the fact that you've lit this dynamite, and they're just grabbing hold of you and trying to drag you over towards the lighthouse. I will throw the dynamite at Mother Brenda. Okay. I mean, Mother Brenda is separate from the the larger group. I will throw the dynamite at Mother Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> right. Then, yeah, then give me a throw roll. I think under the circumstances, I want it to be a hard one because you are doing this while everyone is grabbing hold of you and shaking you. I will push that roll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You can't push a throw roll. No, I think under the circumstances... Grabbing onto my arm, I'll elbow him in the nose. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the first time you've tried doing it, yeah, you, you haven't been able to get your arm free enough, but yeah, if, if you're willing to really throw yourself into it, no pun intended, then... That is a 29. That is a hard success. Oh, my God. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So this time, yeah, you managed to get your arm through the mass of people and throw it. And the stick of dynamite tumbles over the air, lands in front of Mother Brenda, who who just looks up in, in silent shock towards you, meets your eyes for a moment, and it looks like she's about to say something really important, and then the dynamite goes off and blows her to fuck. <laughs> yes! Yes! I will take a steak out of my pocket and celebrate. Pocket steak! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this stage, everyone else has let go of Silas. I mean, the rest of you inside hear this explosion from outside. Sounds like it's going well for Grandad. Yeah, everyone else is, has let go. And... They just look shocked. A few of them are, are going over. One or two are prodding the remains of Mother Brenda with their feet. And there's just a squelching sound. How much of Mother Brenda is left? Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, ultimately, all of her is just very widely distributed. <laughs> Good compost for the pumpkins. Lincoln, Francis, Dusty, we gotta go. <laughs> Coming. Yeah, damn right. Running out of the house, <laughs> dragging Lincoln with us. Dan looks at Silas as you say that, and she says, Go? Go where? There's, there's nowhere to go now. Only, only Mother Brenda knew how to hold back the mists. Well, there's, there's nowhere to go now. There's nowhere for any of us. What, what, what was it you said you'd miss the most when the end came? Fishing. Yes, yes. I, I, I think I'll, I'll just miss everything. 
he says, and sits down on the ground and starts crying. I'll sit down next to him, but move him over just so that I can have his seat again. But yeah, I mean, you can get the the mould form of of Lincoln over to the carving. There's blood from his his mangled neck. There's blood from his ruined hand. I'm assuming he's not driving this time because his his right hand is missing a couple of fingers and and a lot of meat. (laughs) I'll drive. All right. Maybe you can bandage Dad up. I can drive. (laughs) I can drive. First aid. (laughs) Granddaddy. I rolled a 99 on first aid. Oh, that's a fumble. <laughs> oh my god. Your son now has even fewer fingers. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, perhaps he shouldn't have started with the amputation, but well. <laughs> and perhaps when he tried for the amputation, he should have been a bit more accurate. Shouldn't have used a fishing hook. <laughs> <laughs> you pile into the car. And yeah, you can start it up and start trying to drive. Your, your sat-nav is showing no signal at this stage. It can't find a satellite. Have I lost any hit points? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think it's, it's entirely important how many you've lost, but if you want... Okay. I wasn't sure if I was conscious. Yeah. You've lost three hit points. Okay, so I'm still conscious. Okay, yeah, you start up the car and... I mean, almost immediately. I mean, you can't even see the the path you came in on. You, I mean, you can make out the shape of some pumpkins in the mist, but there's. You might be able to work out roughly where the path was, but you, you're certainly not doing this by sight. You can give me a navigate roll. Ah, uh, yes, I put so many points into that. <sighs> Come on, Dusty, you can drive. Focus now and use your eyes. <laughs> I'm gonna spend eight points of luck and make that a success. Okay. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. So you briefly you briefly bounce the, the truck through the pumpkin field a bit, and then you find the path, and you drive, and you drive, and you drive. And the mist is getting thicker all around you. Every now and then you hear the splash as you're moving through water. Silas perks up. <laughs> <laughs> Baiting a hook with one of my fingers. <laughs> the mist is is thick around you, and yeah, but off in the distance, yeah, you can see the shapes of of buildings rising up through the darkness, through the mist, and overhead, you know, there in the sky, b- between the two moons that are rising overhead, you can see that the night is full of black stars. Ultimately, you can keep driving on this path for as long as you want, but it's never going to get you back to Maine. There isn't really a Maine anymore. Maybe if one of you had lit the wick, maybe if one of you had had got the lighthouse going and driven the mists back, everything could have been saved. But at least you're not dead. (laughs) Is there any chance that those those twin moons are sinking beneath the lake so we can go fishing? Oh, yes. <laughs> There's your silver lining. <laughs> you know, I mean, but stranger still is fishing in Lost Carcosa. <laughs> then we walk into a house and there's a pumpkin and the pumpkin is green. <laughs> I think this time the pumpkin is very much yellow. <laughs> oh, God. And shall we leave it there? I think so. All we need is Neil Diamond outro music, I think. <laughs> or Rush. Mm-hmm.
Modern day warrior, mean, mean stride. <laughs> I, I should give credit to the various entries that I used from people. And so, yes, obviously, totally, totally not a cult gathering, apocalyptic broadcast, a forgotten trick or treater, carcosan candy, friendly cannibal. I guess maybe a bit of Cyclopean corn maze towards the end, but I didn't quite get into that. And I suppose we could make an argument for Bone Mist. Uh, oh, yeah, and, and and Lonely Lighthouse. Definitely Lonely Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, we got a lot of those in there. That is a great game. I didn't realize how many you used, Scott. That's impressive. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm just pleased how important fishing was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I wasn't going to use any any fishing stuff until you brought that in. And of course, the pond in the back suddenly had to be linked to the Lake of Harley. And that was that. So, yes. We just needed boating and it would have been perfect for me and Joe. <laughs> that was a great improv game. <laughs> Good restraint not killing Joe or me, Scott. That was impressive. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content, and special programming, please join our wolf pack at patreon.com slash Slade. Or subscribe to Ain't Slayed Nobody Plus at Apple Podcasts. Nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber. See our show notes for full credits, and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers. Thank you, and good luck out there. <laughs>